So you started a business and you have absolutely no idea what to do next, right? You see people around you who are doing amazing things and you feel like with your talents, with your skills, you should also be able to be successful with this thing called entrepreneurship. Is that where you are? Is that what you're feeling? Well, today on the podcast, I'm going to talk to you about 12 different steps you can use right now to build an authentic marketing strategy. That's right, guys. It has to be authentic to you. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. I get it. It is so scary to have a business these days. I mean, pay to play is out there. You don't have enough money. You know, if you're doing a side hustle thing, you know, you're still working full time. So you don't really have time to invest in whatever it is that you're trying to do and build over on the side. Life is hard. It gets in the way. I get it. And today on the podcast, I want to sort of talk about these 12 steps that have helped me to put some organization behind what it is I'm trying to do and how I'm trying to do it. And I think that these 12 steps will help you as well. So I want to dive right into them so that you guys will be able to get to work right away and implement them into your business. So like I said, there are 12 steps that we're going to talk about today. And I've used all of these steps. I feel like they are really good, um, really good tools to help you stay consistent and really begin to build a successful business for yourself, whether it's like something you're doing on the side, like I said, as a side hustle, or it's something that you are really excited about going full time with. And as you know, here on PB and style, it's all about personal branding and personal style. And so the very first step that I'm going to share with you is to develop your own personal brand and be sure about it. It's important, you know, and there are all types of people saying all types of things about personal branding and what it is and how to use it and what it's not. And the truth of the matter is your personal brand really is just you. It's who you are. It's how you um, are seen by the world. It's it's you. It's a thing. It's a noun. It's a it's a thing. So you have to get clear on who you are and what value you're bringing to the table and how you intend to share that value and use that value to help those in your customer base. And so the very first step is, like I said, developing your personal brand. Now, I go into extreme detail um, with this inside my Marketing Matrix program that will be released shortly. We're working on it. Um, But I go into this extensively because I believe it's imperative for you to really understand who you are. I mean, down to the to the bone, who you are, because when you do, you are clear about your likes, dislikes and non-negotiables. And it makes it a lot easier to do business, not only as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, but when it's time to start partnering and collaborating with people. And I'm also a firm believer in the fact that really developing your own personal brand helps you to discern the right money to pick up. Um, Dr. Phil has said this years and years ago when I used to watch his show. 
he made a comment that, you know, when you marry for money, you earn every penny. And I believe that is so true when it comes to business. If you are just taking every dollar that someone puts down, at some point, you're going to feel like you're not getting paid enough money to deal with the stuff that you have to deal with. So I believe that developing your personal brand will help you to be more discerning so that you are finding the right partnerships and the right collaborations to work with people and in choosing your customers. Now, step number two is to set yourself up for digital administration. So gone are the days where we are, you know, writing our notes down on paper. Although some, some of us still do our, our uh, checklists on paper and that's fine. I'm not saying that you can't do that, but what I mean is, you know, it's no longer we're picking up a phone, a landline and calling people on the phone. And we're consistently like out of our office, meeting people here and there and everywhere. People have become much more strategic about when they leave their office, what events they're going to attend, how they're going to receive their information, whether it'll be um, email or it'll be voicemail or it'll be text messaging or it'll be via social media. The point is here, what I'm saying is you need to set yourself up to do business digitally because there are going to be times when you are not at your desk and you are not at a place where you can use your paper planner to determine whether or not you are available for a certain date. So this is where things like your Google Calendar or Asana, which is what I use for project management, that's where these things come in handy. Your Dropbox, because you want to have access to your files, your information, your content. You want to have access to those things everywhere you go, because God forbid you don't have your phone with you at an event to take those pictures and then post them immediately to Instagram or to Facebook or wherever you're choosing to uh, share your content these days. So having a digital administration plan is key. Once you've determined what your personal brand is, now that also goes into your digital administration so that you again have access to everything you need at your fingertips from your smartphone. Step number three is to start showing up on social media. Okay, guys, I have run into so many people. A lot of them started their businesses a long time ago. They built their business with word of mouth um, and some traditional marketing tactics. And now it's time for them to scale their business up and they're challenged because they have not familiarized themselves with social media. They've not familiarized themselves with the way certain people are interacting and engaging on those platforms and where they fit into that. So my advice to you initially is just to show up. You may not know how the platform works, but guess what? If you get on there and start looking around, paying attention to what's happening, you will learn the tricks of the trade fairly quickly. So you just want to start just like with everything else. When you start your first, when you start your diet, you just got to start, right? When you start exercising, you just got to start. For me recently, in 2020, I decided to start a morning routine where I get up at 6 a.m. and I have three different activities that take me 30 minutes to do, or I allow myself 30 minutes to do them. 
So that's an hour and a half before my family gets up. So I have to get up at six and that's a new routine. I just had to start one day. I just had to pick the day and I just had to get up at six. It didn't matter what time I I went to bed that night, the night before. I just had to do it. I had to get up and do it. And so the same rule applies here when it comes to your social media. Just get up. Just do it. Get on something. You could do a little research ahead of time, but, you know, Facebook is really an easy one to get on. It's so easy to join a group and just watch and listen, um, pay attention to what people are posting and their responses and see how they're interjecting and, and see what the rules are. Just get on there. Just get it started. You need to do that because that's where the world of marketing is going. We are all on this digital platform. It allows us to be global citizens and we can interact with people all over the world for our business. And so we don't want to limit ourselves because we're afraid. We definitely want to make sure that we are on a social media platform and finding our customer base. So again, step number three is to just get started showing up on social media. Step number four is to have a product to link a call to action that builds community. All right, so now that you have your social media, you've started, here's the deal about that. Social media is not for posting cutesy pictures and just sharing little comments here and there and posting here and there. That's not what it's for. In the marketing world, your social media should be sending people somewhere for some type of conversion. You may be sending them to your website to check out something you have over there, a blog post, a podcast. You may send them over to your um, downloadable where they're being added to your email list. Whatever you're doing on your social media when you start should have a plan. You should have a strategy for it to guide people, give them breadcrumbs, if you will, to a certain place for a certain action. And remember, conversions do not have to be money all the time. Conversions can be getting someone in your sales funnel. They add themselves to your email list. That is a conversion. Getting someone to download uh, something that you have a value for them. That is a conversion. Getting them to leave a social media platform for something else is a conversion. So the idea here is to have some sort of a call to action that helps you build community on your social media um, platform, but also helps you grow in conversions for your business somewhere else. Okay. So then we have step number five, which is to be clear about your value and who you want to share it with and how you want to communicate it. Okay. So I just told you, just start on social media, just show up. Okay. And then I told you to have some sort of a call to action. Well, now it's time for you to really be clear about what it is you're bringing to the table. And that doesn't mean like hang up a red sign and says, hey, hey, come over here. Let me sell you this. Let me sell you that. That's not adding value. That's being salesy and nobody likes it. So determining your personal brand in step number one, the benefit of that is that you are getting very, very clear about what it is you're bringing to the table. That's your value. Inside uh, my marketing matrix, I equate this to Superman and it's a really cool story. So 
I hope you guys are interested in joining that when that opens up. The doors will be opening at the end of the first quarter is my prayer, but we'll see. Um, but yes, you have to be clear about what it is you're bringing to the table. Now, not only do you need to be clear about that, but you need to be clear about who needs it. That's another good reason for you to just show up on social media and look around, be a voyeur for a little bit and see what people are saying, see what types of challenges they're having as it relates to the solution you have for them, because then you'll begin to identify the customer base that you really want to talk to, that you can really resonate with them and they can resonate with your messaging and want to hear from you about how to solve their problems. So after you really get clear about your value and you really get clear about who it is you're going to share it with, now it's time for you to really be able to communicate, right? That value to people. And I'll admit, I have struggled with this myself because personal branding is defined in so many different ways from so many different people. And it has just been a nightmare trying to get my message to people because it's it's just, you hear branding and you hear logos, websites, you hear photo shoots, videos, you hear podcasts, you hear colors, you hear logos. I mean, you hear all these things except what it is. Okay. Those are all branding things that you brand your business with and your personal brand is actually who you are. Okay. So that's the definition. Your personal brand is who you are. Branding are the pretty images and ways you choose to display yourself. However, Putting an ING behind that personal brand is putting feet to it and putting it to work. So now it becomes personal branding is how are you leveraging who you are across platforms to succeed and to achieve your goals? That is what personal branding is. So we are putting it into action. Are you suffering from paralysis by analysis? Has the stress, fear, and overwhelm finally set in from being on the hamster wheel that is comparison? I get it. Distractions, frustrations, and self-doubt can get us and keep us stuck. My one-on-one coaching program helps you tap into your personal brand and then leverage it to increase engagement and conversions through my Be The Brand approach to strategic marketing. Get off the hamster wheel. Book a call with me today. Visit AndreaPatrick.com forward slash coach. So as you begin to get clear on your value and clear on who you're sharing it with, now it's time for you to be able to communicate that value to people. That's why it's so important for you to be clear about who you are and what you're bringing to the table because you want to accurately and articulate, accurately articulate what it is you're bringing to the table. Now, I'll admit, I'll say to you, you've heard me say it before, my brand message is teaching it people how to be attractive authentically and organically to the people that they want to draw to them to do business or whatever it is you're drawing them to you for. Now, I choose to do that through teaching people how to be authentic, teaching them how to tap into who they are in order to share it with you in an authentic way so that they can develop that no like trust factor easily like innately, if you will. So that is a very hard message to get out there, people, because, you know, we don't think that that's necessary until it becomes necessary. So when you're doing those Facebook ads and you're doing all of the paid ads on different platforms and you're not getting results because your message is not really resonating with people, it could be that you're coming across a little salesy. 
it could be that you're not really connecting with your audience. And so how can you connect with your audience if you're not really sure of your own value and how you want to communicate that in an authentic way, right? Because people need to know that you care, okay, before they care what you know. So the next step is step number six, and that is just be consistent with verbal and nonverbal communication. So you're not sending mixed messages or confusing your target audience. You want them to recognize you. Okay, so consistency means do you sound the same all the time? Are you are you speaking the same message? I did a recent video and I was talking about how I um, create consistent content. Well, I have three buckets where I've broken my brand message down into three buckets. And so when you're seeing my content, you know that it's going to be talking about personal branding, but not just in a general sense. It's either going to be how do you develop a personal brand? Where does that come from? Or it's going to be how am I communicating my personal brand? How am I using it to get what I want? Or it's going to be what types of images and 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 uh, visual nonverbal communication am I putting across to leave a lasting impression, which is my brand legacy bucket. So you will recognize not only that, but you'll recognize my tone. My voice really doesn't change. I get excited. I'm pretty animated. I'm extrovert. So I'm, you know, pretty lively most of the time. And I crack jokes when I'm doing my interviews. I mean, it's just me. It's always going to be the same. So that part is consistent. Um, so my communication style is helping me not only that, but my images, when I put my images out, they typically all look the same. You know, not, well, I shouldn't say they look the same. What I mean is they have the under undertone of who I am, the essence of me in the picture. So when you see a picture of mine, it's pretty clear. Oh, that's an Andrea Patrick consulting image or cause most of the time I'm in them, but that's not the point. <laughs> I'm only in them because I have like photo shoots and I, that's how I just brand everything. So I choose to use those instead of um, stock photos and a lot of things. But I have a course on that promo pics one on one. But we'll get to that later on in the year as well. Um, I'm excited about all the stuff coming up in the year. And you should be, too, because I'm sharing all these the things that I do and how I do them um, for you in these courses. So anyway, step number six was to be consistent with nonverbal and verbal communication so that you stand out and that people recognize who you are. Now in step number seven, it's important to be authentic and look for ways to organically connect with your target audience. Now, if you remember, I told you before, it's important for you to understand your personal brand and what you're bringing to the table. I also said that it is important for you to be clear about your value so that you can communicate it well. So in this step, step number seven, the authenticity piece and the organic piece, that comes when you are meeting your target base where they are. You want to be clear, you want a sort of transparency around your solutions because it's not gonna be good enough for you to just say, hey, I had that same problem, here's how I fixed it. And you can buy my tool to help you fix it too. Or I had that problem and I've got a great course about how I did, how I came out of on the other side. That's not it. That's salesy. Authentic and organically connecting means meeting people where they are. And that looks like, yes, I understand. You know, I can certainly relate to that issue. I went through the exact same thing or something very similar. And I remember feeling this and I remember thinking this and what I did in that moment was I did this, 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 and this. 
You didn't solve the overall problem, right? You solve the right now problem, meeting them where they are. And what that does is that adds value. So now people will stop and think, oh, well, wow, that person really understands me. And I want to hear more about what they have to say, because if they understand this situation, they may also understand this other situation over here, which then gives you the opportunity to feed into them or pour into them some more of your knowledge and experiences that could help them solve that particular problem. And then ultimately, yes, the goal is to get them into some sort of a conversion situation where maybe they're subscribing to your email list by, you know, maybe downloading some help that you give them for their particular point in time their problem at that moment or maybe it is you that you invite them to an event that you're going to or maybe you give them you know um, a shout out somewhere whatever the case may be but the point is you have to be authentic um, and look at ways to organically connect with your target audience step number eight is to create strategies so that you can distribute your content okay So now that you've created your posts, you've been playing around on social media, you're effectively communicating your your value to people. Now we need to have a strategy around the distribution of your content. So it's not just about creating a blog or a video on YouTube or a podcast, but how are you getting it out there and distributing it and making sure it is getting in front of the right people? There are tons and tons of ways to do this. And I go into a couple of them inside my marketing matrix, but um, there are tons and tons of ways to distribute. But the most important thing to remember is you need to be on platforms, social media platforms that are going to help you shine, right? I love talking. Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) I love to talk. I love sharing stories. I love asking questions. Um, And I really feel like you can hear the passion for what it is I'm trying to do in my podcast. And you can see the passion in what I'm trying to teach inside my on my YouTube channel. My blog posts and my images, I don't feel like the the true essence of who I am comes out in them. Because, you know, people can't hear the tone in my voice or the the way my mind is working when I'm writing those posts and they can't really tell what's going on in my mind when I'm taking when I'm just taking pictures. But man, a podcast and a video, whoo, buddy, that is the ticket. So I definitely know I want to be doing um, YouTube videos because I get to show off, you know, I get to like kind of be in front of the camera and really show you what my energy is and what I'm feeling like when I'm telling you what I'm telling you or I'm sharing. And my podcast, obviously you can hear the passion in my voice when I'm talking about like just these 12 steps, you know, I'm excited. I want you to have some authentic marketing strategies so that you don't feel so overwhelmed with, you know, trying to do it the way other people do it. I admit I listen to other podcasts and I love them and I love platforms I love the interviews I love like listening to people I just love it but guess what guys I am not them and I'm not gonna be able to do it the same way it's I've tried it's hard I can't maintain it I have to be Andrea girl hunty Andrea is something Mm. let's just have a moment of prayer for that (laughs) anyway the point is we have to develop a strategy to distribute our content We want to make sure that we're on platforms and our strategy takes into account, takes into account 
who we are and how we will shine the best. Okay, what's going to help us shine the best? All right, once you've created your strategy in number eight, now in step number nine, it's time to test that strategy to assure it's working, right? And you want to make sure it's working effectively. And how does that look? Well, that's where you start looking at your analytics and what days of the weeks are the best days for you to put your podcast out. What days of the week are your videos performing the best? What day of the week are you getting the most amount of hits on your blog post? And then what topics are you talking about that's getting the most amount of views? What's going on in those moments where you are seeing success? Because those are the moments that you want to repeat. And to the um, to the other side of that, if you're seeing things that are not getting a lot of views and that are not working well, it could be a it could be a couple of things. One, it could just be the way you optimized it so that it's not it's just not getting seen by enough people. But if it, if that's not the case, then it's possible that that content is just not resonating with your audience, and it's time to make some changes and do a little thing, do some things differently. But the point is, in step nine, is after you've created your strategy for distribution in step eight, now it's time to test those strategies and make sure that they're actually working. In step number 10, we're going to start building community on social media. Okay. So again, when I talked about social media is not just about posting, it is about conversions and getting movement and traction with your community. And so here you can find ways on my website. I have a forum, people do Facebook groups, um, Pinterest has groups now. So it's time for you to start building your own little tribe of people who really love what you're doing and they love the way you're doing it and they want to be a part of it. They want to be a part of a a community with you where they're constantly hearing from you and getting information from you, but they also have the, the, the opportunity to share themselves. So while you're on social media, instead of just posting and, um, you know, engaging with people in their Facebook groups or posting on someone else's picture, it's time for you to actually start building community as well. And using steps one through nine are going to help you to build a foundation for that and give people a great track record to look at and good reason to actually join your tribe. Now, step number 11 is to continue doing what works for you to achieve your goals. Sometimes we get off track because we see a shiny object and we think that we should be doing things differently because it's working for someone else. And that is like the whole reason I put develop your personal brand as the very first step. Because when this begins to happen and you find that you're in compared despair, that's what I call it. It's important for you to have a place to return to. And I believe that your personal brand helps you swing yourself back to balance when you start getting off track or feeling like you're not on you're not doing something the right way because other people are ahead of you and you see that you see your feel yourself comparing yourself to other people don't do that just remember that your path is your path and standing on that personal brand you developed and really feeding into the growth of your own community so that you can do things your way truly understanding your likes dislikes and non-negotiables all of these things help prepare you to just keep moving along like the little engine that could to achieving your own goals and not the goals of someone else. And the beauty of developing your personal brand and really walking in that value 
I talk about on my YouTube channel, I say um, that I show you how to live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself so that you can lead with intention and purpose. And that living your value piece is key because it's so important for you to really understand who you are and develop that personal brand because you want to make sure that you're on your own path. You want to clearly define your own path and recognize your unique value. Because when you start that compare despair situation, it's easy to just kind of tap yourself on the shoulder and say, well, wait a minute. Now, that's just not my, that's not my assignment. I'm not supposed to be doing what X person is doing or Y person is doing. I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing and I am uniquely qualified to do it this way. No one else can do it this way. Someone else may do it, but nobody else can do it the way I'm doing it because no one else is me. And so when that happens, it allows you to continue doing the work that you want to do to achieve your goals, but doing it your way. And guys, that brings me to step number 12. And just like step number one, I feel like I'm giving you two amazing bookends to these steps because the first one is developing a personal brand and making sure that it's, you know, really the truth about who you are. And then the last step, step number 12, is that now it's time to begin sharing your lessons and serving where you can. If you stop looking at your business as some thing that you give away to get money for and stop thinking about, you know, whether someone's going to like what you have to offer and, and really judging yourself on those things. When you stop doing that and start looking at this blessing that you have, this value that you are bringing to the table, this awesomeness, this superpower that no one else has but you. If you start looking at it like that and then saying, you know what, I can't keep this to myself. I have to share this and use it for good and help other people through their times of need with what I have to offer. If you start looking at it as sharing your value and really serving others with what you have to offer, it becomes less about the number of dollars or number of sales you make. And it becomes more about the number of people you help. And I'll give you an example of this before I go. A lot of people will look at a potential business deal and say, oh, I, I might get this client. I'm working on getting this client. And the client comes in, the potential client comes in and you say, you know, okay, well, I'm this, these are the things that I can do. You know, you listen to their problem. You tell them, you know, what you can do to help them. And then you say, okay, well, what's your budget? And they say, oh, well, I really don't have, but you know, a hundred dollars. Well, your least expensive service or product is like 250. So you think to yourself, well, I can't help this person because I don't have anything that's just $100. Let me suggest to you that that is not true. Let me suggest to you that you may not be able to give them the full on gamut of what you would give someone who paid you $250. But I feel sure you could serve that person with your value to the extent of their budget. So think about that the next time you run into that situation. 
These steps are helping you to have authentic marketing strategies. And the deal with that situation, the scenario I just gave you, is the next time that person needs something, you may have only gotten $100 out of them and you may have only been able to share a small amount of what you would normally give someone for your minimum package. However, you've just blessed someone to go out and do that much better in their business. And the word of mouth behind that will be so valuable because they might go out and share that with someone else who has the 250. But because you bless them with what you bless them with, they're going to brag on you to someone else who might come behind them and pay the full amount. So don't block your blessing or someone else's because you can't find a way to serve instead of sell. All right, so that does it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, all right? But I don't want you to be left wondering what in the world to do next in your business or for your business. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to do a 30-minute discovery call with you for free. My goal is to help as many people as possible in 2020, and it starts with a simple phone call. Are you ready? I am. Contacting me is as easy as one, two, three. Use the link below to book your discovery call with me today. Is that a little bit too forward to ask you out on a phone date? All right, well, here's another way you can begin a new journey in your business. Overcome the overwhelm with my book, The BTB Business Journal. In it, you'll find valuable information, guidance, tools, and challenges to make sure you're in the right space to do business authentically for increased engagement and conversions. Be sure to leave a review on Amazon as well when you finish reading the books because you all got to, I need those. That'll be great. All right, guys, again, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to grab the show notes over at andreapatrick.com forward slash podcast. And there you will find those show notes as well as links to some of the freebies that I'm giving away and just my question of the day. I try to give you a podcast question every day, every time I do a podcast. So make sure you go over there and leave a comment below. As always, I will choose a comment and you will get a shout out on the next podcast. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.